As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. In this episode, we're talking about murder and improvisational comedy. It's Apathetic Enthusiasm. It's Apathetic Enthusiasm coming to you live from twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm over on the Twitch streaming service where you can listen to people talk, play video games, do other things like talk, play music. ASMR. ASMR. This, This show brought to you by Twitch. Ooh, they're a sponsor now? They they are. If we will it, if we will it into existence. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Thanks, Twitch, for sponsoring this episode. <laughs> uh yeah. Hi everybody. I'm Travis. He's Brandon. We're back. Uh, it's it's another AE week, just like you all hoped it would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you're new to this show, thanks for checking us out. Uh you can find us on Twitter over at Apathusiast. Uh, I am at Jogomino. He is at Barnyard Cruise. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash apathetic enthusiasm show. Or you can send us an email, apathetic enthusiasm show at gmail.com. Uh, you know, Valentine's Day is right around the corner. Uh, send us your questions about dating advice, and uh, we'll be sure to cover that in our our next dating advice episode. Is that, is that what our next episode is going to be on, on this? I don't know. I'm just going to throw a bunch of calls to action in and see if anything anything sticks. Here's our problem with calls to action, everybody who's listening is we we make jokes about calls to action or material for a follow-on episode and then we forget it when it comes time yeah Sunday I, I have Monday. a I literally have a notebook here <laughs> for taking notes when we when we do we, this show because we were gonna do a interdimensional RSS episode and we made jokes about actually having content for the next two episodes at least wait did we yeah and I don't remember what that content was. Huh. And for Rick and Morty, also, I want to be prepared coming into it. Not like this show, right? Where there's really no harm, no foul if we come in unprepared. But for that, I want to at least be able to have a conversation, 
no, in, yeah, yeah, in a formed yeah. conversation, put some notes in there and outline that that stuff. But when it's like there, Monday, there, there's a point when I definitely could have gone back and listened to last week's episode and figured that out. But uh, here we are. Here we are. Uh, all right. <laughs> so send, send us your love advice questions. We'll be sure to uh, have our love experts answer those on the ne- next episode. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram. Instagram is apathetic underscore enthusiasm, where you can see a photo of a our very first attempts at video versions of the podcast uh, right there on our Instagram. Uh, also, all of our podcasts available at apatheticenthusiasm.com. As as Brett as Brett as Brandon mentioned, who are you? Who are you? <laughs> as, as Brandon mentioned, we are uh, streaming on Twitch, which is now the latest version of our video episodes. Uh, also over on youtubecom slash enthusiasm. Thank you to everybody that subscri- subscribed over there. Um, yeah, we're on T Public. Go to apatheticenthusiasm.com slash shop. Get a t-shirt or go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash enthusiasm. Support the show directly. Thank you for being awesome, which you certainly are. Brandon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are you? You you seem like you're working. You seem like you're you're busy. Yeah. I, you're... I, I'm I'm preparing. I'm preparing oh, mid You're, you're well, prepping the episode while you're doing that. Five minutes in. You're like, eh, I've heard I've heard our social media links. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna explain to you a problem <laughs> while you half listen to the situation. Okay. Uh so I did I did uh we we got a bunch of snow okay. where I live and this city wait, where did you go? Yeah, now we just see your default. <laughs> he just left. <laughs> okay. Uh All right, go ahead. got a bunch of snow. I was snowed in for a few days. Uh, because our, my city doesn't really, um, you know, prepare for winter weather. And I decided, hey, I'm, I'm going to be working from home. I'm going to clean up the work area, clean up the workspace, uh, which is also where I podcast from. And I did a thing where I moved my monitors around, which feels like a better setup. Yeah. But my webcam is moved on the monitor, which is really weird because... I used to have it right over our Zoom window yeah. so I could like look at you in the Zoom window. So it, so it almost looks like we're talking directly. And to it's like other. it's like I'm making good eye contact. It yeah. feels like the eyes are in the right spot. But now that's moved and I I can't really if I look at you I'm kind of looking away from the camera. Yeah. So and and there's another you over here which is but really what's centered in the camera right now is me. So welcome to the narcissi- <laughs> Narcissism Enthusiasm podcast where uh, I, I have to look at myself for an hour uh, in order to create the illusion of connection yeah. over the internet. Well, I the way I have my Zoom window set up, I have the webcam directly in the middle of the monitor. And then below, right below that, yeah, I have you on one side and I have myself on the other. That way, when I'm talking to you, I'm looking at you. But also periodically, I look at myself to see if I'm looking stupid, or or and you're like, "Am I looking stupid?" Yes. <laughs> continue. Conti- continue. And what what happens a lot most of the time when I look at myself, what I I wear I wear a lot of t-shirts, and some of the t-shirts the collars kind of ride down a little bit, and I don't like seeing my clavicle. <laughs> okay. Weird, uh, weird. Yeah, it, it's a weird thing uh, because, like, I have like a like a mole oh. on one of these things. But like, what are you it, doing? It little, flashing them clavs. <laughs> it gets a little, it gets a little low on some of my shirts, and and so then 
Then I adjust my, my shirt and I pull it back and I'm like, good, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. You just just check great. The, check the shirt adjustment. A couple minutes yeah. later, that, that, that collar is that, slicking down. That clav again. is back. Ugh, Return of the clav. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, generally I am narcissistic. Like the entire time I was talking to you right there, I was, I was looking at myself. Mm, that's weird. But you know, I mean, I'm, I'm much it, more it handsome. Works. Whatever. No arguments for me. No arguments. <laughs> uh, well, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching. Uh, that's been our show. Uh, no, um, we have we have we have topics to discuss. What what uh, I don't know what's going on, Brandon? How you, how you doing? I'm when, I'm, you, when are you going to send me that running plan? Oh, uh, I, I sent about. it to you. Oh, you did? I did. Yeah. Look, well, I sent it to you on Messenger. Maybe it didn't send on Messenger. I'll I'll try again in a little bit. But um, okay, that's fine. Yeah, I went to the Nike Plus app, Nike Run just, app. I just saw, I saw, I'll send it to you when I get home, and then let's go, and a picture of <laughs> Oh Yeah by Yellow. Yeah. Or by Stella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think, yeah. the, I think the album's name is Stella. Okay. Yellow is the band? I don't know. Yellow is the band. Oh Yeah is, is the song. And, um... Yeah, I think that I think that's it. I think that's yeah. And Stella's the album name. I I wonder if there are any other any other songs on that album. Like, oh no, <laughs> ciao ciao, chakawaka chakawaka. <laughs> oh no. Oh dear gosh. All right, so I'm gonna send this back to you. Uh, check out the NRC training plan half marathon. Nike running dot app dot link and half, then oh. half marathon. Yeah, it's a half. It's a half marathon plan. But I mean, half marathon is only five more miles than a 10K. But, you know, they have actual 10K plans, right? Yeah, well, I didn't find that. So just doing so I just marathon. want. OK, I want you to be clear as 100 uh, percent of uh, our podcast that's run a half marathon. Um. I've done that plan more than once uh-huh. and it's, it's going to get intense. Just, I want you to understand that. And I'm excited to take this journey with you. No, that, that's, that's, that's fine. Cause on, I've never, I have run it. Yeah. I've, I have run a half marathon, but the last time I ran a half marathon was in Hawaii and I didn't run the entire thing. I, I, I ran it and then I got to maybe like mile seven and then I, then I started walking. And a, you maybe, ran a half marathon. Yeah. Yeah. Good, run, good on you. Yeah. Good for you. I would love to run a, I would, would love to run a full marathon if, if we're being honest. Love, love, maybe that's a love, word. love strong. <laughs> um, 2023, but, the year we run full marathons. Yeah. Can't wait. Can't and, wait. And, and I'm getting to the point now again, where, where I like running on my own. I'm not doing it to pass a test. I'm just, I just want, I want to do it because i kind of i don't know if i enjoy it i guess i do kind of uh the more you do it i feel like the more you enjoy it um this is this feels very this moment feels very much uh team fight tactics to me where it's like hey um let's play tft uh and then the next thing i know i'm playing a game of league of legends with you um it's sort of like that hey let's do a 10k running plan and the next thing i know i've signed up to run uh 
10 miles in one go, uh, you know, five, you know, what, 14 weeks from now. So, um, yeah, yeah it's going to be yeah. great. Can't, can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it, <laughs> you know, all, like the thing with the thing with the half, the half marathon plan, the training plan in my head, I was like, yeah, I want to, I want to do this 10 K in December. I, the sign up is in May. I know a half marathon is more miles than a 10 K. Um, but I figured why well, I, I shouldn't just shoot for just a 10 K to, to stop there. I should, I feel like I should run more than that. Uh, that oh, way you I, will. Oh, you will. <laughs> I know. I know. Because I by week seven, you'll be running a 10 K several times a week. Perfect. <laughs> because then so I can get, then I can get faster. You'll be ready. Um, man, need... my legs, my legs are already sore thinking about this. I can't wait. It's going to be great. I'm going to yeah. break in new shoes, the whole deal. It's my, be, my shins already <laughs> just so inflamed, but ready, ready to go. Yeah. It's going to be great. I can't wait. Okay. So, so you heard it here. Uh, we're running a lot over the next 14 <laughs> weeks. So stay tuned for that. Uh, also a uh, quick bit of um, news to report following up on a, a story that we've been following for the last two and a half weeks, at least uh, if you've been paying attention on the podcast, uh, Brandon was uh, trying to figure out how long it would be before he got COVID. <laughs> and uh what do you know? The over under two and a half weeks. Uh, if you took the over on that, congratulations, because three weeks have officially passed. And Brandon, how are you feeling? Woo! No, no COVID in sight. Not, there not in go. this household. Woo! Woo! <laughs> congratulations, Brandon. Thanks, way man. To, Thanks. Way to avoid that pandemic just a little bit longer. I, I'll be honest. Uh, I forgot about that because when I, when I hit that two and a half weeks, I'm like, Hey, Chelsea, I did it. I won the bet. She said, what bet? Like the COVID bet with me and Travis. She's like, Oh, really cool. What did we win? Cool points. <laughs> cool, cool points. Uh, but, uh, I, I, I was add this to the pride bank. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring it up. I wasn't going to bring it up with you. Um, but I'm, I'm glad you, I'm glad you did. Because it takes a big, big man to admit when he loses a bet. Yeah. I mean, especially when the bet had zero stakes and it was just <laughs> a random amount of time that I threw out there for uh, in the middle of, a, of an Omicron spike. So, you yeah. know, yeah, not a problem. I can live with this loss. I'm, I'm glad you didn't get COVID. I'm, yeah. I'm happy about it. So. Yeah. And, and Omicron is, is plateauing. So it's fine. There's never going to be any other variants. I'm in the yeah. clear now. Yep. You you heard it here on the Joe Rogan experience. <laughs> COVID is over. Now uh, let's see over under on <laughs> the next two weeks <laughs> as I just start going to like monster truck shows and <laughs> stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Licking handrails and everything like that. Uh, uh all right well um while you were busy not getting covid um some new shows came out on on various streaming networks uh and and the first one that we wanted to talk about was uh, a new show on netflix just recently released called murderville mm -hmm. how did you how did you discover murderville brandon murderville was a show actually matt 
uh, Matt Sizemore of KIVI and, and rounding the bases uh, for a little bit longer uh, was posted something on Twitter about this, this murderville and saying it, it was, it was hilarious. And it, it was Friday night and I don't know what was going on. We didn't really have a show to watch. Uh, and you know, I think we might've watched, uh, uh, peace peacemaker. The first yeah, episode, yeah, yeah. the first yeah. episode of that show, uh, a little, little raunchy for the 10 year old's taste, uh, and, and Chelsea's taste. And, uh, so it was like, well, what else is there to watch? And I remember Matt's tweet and I said, all right, well, I don't know, let me go, let me go look this up. It sounds interesting. And I thought it, because it, it sounded Terry Seattle is Will Arnett's character's name in the show. Yes. And that sounded a lot like uh uh there was a show on NBC uh with oh crap. It, it was closer to like a naked gun type show, but her name, the actress's name was like a city name. Uh it's gonna it's gonna piss me off. I wanna look it up when when it's when it's Yeah, turn. when I'm talking, when when you don't have to listen to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh but anyway, anyway, so I thought it was gonna be more like naked gun-ish. And so okay. uh I put it on and quickly realized that it wasn't naked gun-ish at all. And like, oh, okay, cool. In the first episode, it has as Conan O'Brien. I'm like, well, this is an interest this is a really cool, interesting premise. Um, and so so yeah, the kid loved it. Chelsea loved it, and then we ended up finishing it last night on which was Sunday night. Uh, yeah. what, what about yeah. what only, about you? only six episodes? So yeah. so pretty pretty easily digestible. I think I think they're only like half hour episodes as it is too. So very very bingeable in in about three or three or four hours you can you can get through most of the content. Yeah, and uh, yeah that that premise that you're talking about really really unique in the idea that this is a a crime drama esque parody right so it's uh will arnett is senior detective uh terry seattle and every episode has a murder that they are investigating and they need to solve uh but there's a guest star in each episode that is playing the role of terry seattle's training partner and that guest star has no script they they are they are not in on 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 the the joke on the show right i mean they're in on the sh- the joke for the most part right but um so so they are they are playing out a a story uh but but this this guest is is breaking the fourth wall a lot and uh it's it's a little meta in that way where they're they're having them improv their way through it and uh as as part of the plot of the show is is this this guest also has to solve the crime so they're putting them into these situations interviewing different suspects giving them clues and then the end of each episode is this guest star trying to make a determination on who the guilty uh person is so i i i think as as a premise five stars just just such a great idea for a show and so different than what um some of the things that we've seen before that I thought I thought that aspect of it uh was great uh, all on its own. Very 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 successful premise, very cool premise. Uh and bringing bringing in people not just comedians but the actors, uh NFL players, 
That's right. Uh, to to varying degrees of success. So even 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 if some are better than others, just the thought of having them come in and not knowing what's going on, and essentially. Uh, what we ended up, Chelsea and I likened it to eventually was like a, a dinner murder party, right? That's a, yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's a comedy d- dinner murder party, uh, and which if you've if fair listener, you've never been to one, you go to this party, you you're given your characters, somebody dies, and you go around trying to solve this murder, and uh, it's it's really cool. Also, if you've been to an escape room, there's you know, there's, there's escape room aspects to like, there's, there's clues. You're trying to figure out what the, the mystery is. And then, you know, instead of getting out of the room, you're, they have to solve the murder. Got So in that way, like I thought that was really cool. Um, it is based off of a, uh, a British show called success in murderville or murder and successville murder, murder and successville. Yes. Yeah. 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 And my first thought on that was, Oh, of course the, the UK, uk folks made something so cool uh and yeah. then the u.s yeah. stole it and then watered it down in its own way <laughs> um but yeah i i was i was excited like it was exciting enough seeing that conan episode to jump into the the following episodes um i talked about varying degrees of success uh marshawn lynch was on the second episode uh ken jong was in the, the finale sharon stone was in there uh kumail nanjiani and then uh, the one girl from uh, Shit's Creek, forget. Her. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna find it. Air, nope, nope, not her. Aaron uh, something. Annie, Annie Murphy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Annie, Annie, Annie Murphy, Annie Murphy. Um, and yeah, some of those, some of the Alexa. folks, <laughs> some of those folks did better than others. What did you think of uh, the different personalities and the way they handled the situations? I think it's interesting. This aspect of it um, almost feels game showish, in, like, and there are some people that are there to play the game, right? They're there to get the clues. They're paying attention. They're 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 locked in to each scenario, and maybe they're playing it a little bit more straight. And then there are other guests who are like actors especially the comedians who are like hey this is a comedy i'm going to i'm going to ham it up i'm going to i'm going to i'm here for some laughs and i'll still pay attention maybe maybe i'll figure out who the killer is maybe i won't but we're just going to have fun we're going we're having a good time so uh in the case of Annie Murphy right uh from 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 Shit's Creek she definitely seem more focused on the game's part of it and and solving the crime. And so in terms of uh, an improviser, um, some of those scenes were not as funny to me because she, she was more kind of like in shock of like, okay, what, what, what's happening? What do I do? Try to respond. Uh, The scene where she goes undercover, I thought was pretty funny, um, but mostly because, you know, she was just cracking up at all the things that uh, Will Arnett was feeding her. Um, The the, the scene, the scene where she's in her, She's interviewing the suspect. Each each episode, the actors get three suspects to interview, yeah. uh, and then and then finally come back at the end, and then to tell Will Arnett who they think the the killer is. But so the the first person Annie Murphy was interviewing was a chef, and so the sh- one of the part of the the comedy is they make the actors do silly shit 
as as they're trying <laughs> to get get answers out of there, which I think is 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 cool because it distracts them and gets yes. it doesn't let them focus on on the clues that they need sometimes, right? Uh, because yeah. as we're as we're watching, I think it eventually as you roll through the series, you start to like focus on okay, that's a that's a clue, that's a clue. Okay, yeah, okay. Obviously, it's not this person because of this. Uh, yeah. It's either this person or this person. It's probably this person because yeah. Okay, but so Which, I, before you move on from that, I want to like the the aspect of playing along at home also very present in this show because mm-hmm. Sheena was locked in the whole time. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, I think it's this. I think it's, the, I, oh, oh, it's definitely that person. And there were certain episodes where I was like, I wasn't even paying attention to that. Cause I just thought Camille was being funny. <laughs> so, uh, but definitely a good play along aspect to that. But with those distractions, some of the actors get, you know, a little. Yeah. 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 It, so for example, a- Annie Murphy is in this is is helping this chef make make first macarons, uh, and then Will Arnett is also doing his best to distract her. Yes, <laughs> and, and she seems she seems legitimately annoyed because uh, she's like, "I'm trying. I want. I need to ask her questions. I can't. I can't. I haven't heard a single answer. I haven't <laughs> heard a single answer." Uh, and then uh, sh- there's like some soup that the chef is making, uh, and the chef is like. Just make, just stir the soup. Stir the soup. I don't want him to do it. I want you to do it. And so she starts, she, she's about to start stirring it. Will Arnett takes the spoon and he throws it. <laughs> and she's like, what are you doing? Why aren't you stirring? And then he's like, just, just use your hand. Just use your hand. It's fine. It's fine. Just use your hand. So, so she starts stirring with her hand. And then he, then he calls her out. He's like, what, why are you using your hand, Annie? <laughs> <laughs> disgusting get your hand out of the viciosi disgusting uh Uh, this 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 show works on a lot of really cool different levels it it could be very episodic and feel disjointed episode to episode where you could just have crazy premises that that don't seem tied together at all but they actually managed to have a more overarching mystery run throughout all six episodes there are very uh, apparent uh, bits or or inside jokes that that come up uh, throughout the the different episodes, whether that's uh, Tom, Tommy Tune or or uh, <laughs> you know or, or you know like just different things they keep they keep referencing. Uh, there there's a moment where one of the guests in like the fifth or sixth episode has to read a list of things, like say a list of random words. And those random words all reference things that happened in other cases earlier in the season. But for that, that guest, I don't think that has any you know frame <laughs> of reference, but for the viewer, it's really cool. So uh, a lot of that, I, I really appreciate with the show. Um, I think, I think it would be great if it, if it gets picked up for additional seasons and, and can continue. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, even if this was just like a six episode run, I think it, I think it's it's great on its own. But I think they could very easily continue to write seasons and and um, and get more guests on in the future. Yeah, I want I want to say one thing about the the through line mystery of the six episodes. the The mystery there is what happened to uh, Terry Seattle. Is it Terry Seattle? Yeah, Terry Seattle's. Uh, old partner his old partner was murdered and he hasn't solved the mystery 
I, I think that's cool to have that throughout the, the series, uh, throughout the, the season. But I almost wish, especially in this age of binging stuff, right? I almost wish that that was a mystery in itself for the viewer to to compile over the season. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also, also, I would have liked it to be then Will Arnett's turn to do the improv finding out the mystery, right? Oh, that would like, have been a fun spin. Yeah. Like he, like he, throughout the season, the writers know who, who killed her, but he doesn't know. And so he has to piece things together throughout some of these situations too. Yeah, that could be funny, uh, having him, you know, off his guard a little bit or something or, yeah. or having to think back to some of those things. Um, he, I have to credit Will Arnett. I mean, obviously he's hilarious, uh, has been for a very long time, but the way he interacts with the guests on this show and the way he just like is so absurd with the character that he plays and the way he elevates the, the craziness in some of the scenes it's it's just fantastic it, there and and it really does help support the guest and i think sometimes make them feel a little bit more comfortable with the situation that's going on with how like yeah it's okay to to, to ham it up and be be wild right and and um e- even just like the interview that they do at the beginning of the episodes with with the new trainee uh-huh. is like a <laughs> is like a really kind of like icebreaker easy, icebreaker improv game to kind of be like all right let's let's feel out this relationship really like they would with a real you know partner you know meeting a new partner but uh yeah it's 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 a good way for them to start to sort of set the stage and 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 feel out how the show is going to go so i don't know i i i have I don't have a really anything negative to say that I that I can think of. Did you have any issues with the show? Um, no, I didn't have. Any, I think that going back to this, the the premise is great, and I think Will Arnett is is great. Uh, he does a good job of distracting and also keeping them focused on the the prize. Yeah. It, like he yes he is kind of antagonistic trying to create this kind of chaos and this this funny situation while at the same time the people the the suspects are giving clues uh and so i think that that's really cool as a viewer you you see that if you put yourself in the shoes of the actress or actor or sports ball player <laughs> you, you have to like i have to always take myself back and be like they probably didn't catch that because so much other crap is going on at the at the same Absolutely. time. We Absolutely. see it as a viewer because the camera catches it. They don't see it necessarily. And, and they do a good job of throwing in misdirects and, and clues that could mean one thing, but, you know, are negated by other other aspects and things like that. So uh, six six episodes so far. Uh, let's let, let's go through the the, uh, the guests one more time. We had mm-hmm. Conan O'Brien. We had Marshawn Lynch, then Kumail Nanjiani, Annie Murphy, uh, Sharon Stone, and Ken Jong. Do you have a favorite trainee detective from those six episodes? Oh, that's a that's a good question. I I'll be honest. I think I liked Marshawn. I put him, yeah. I put him. I put him at toward, towards the top. Yeah, because he's not he, he's an NFL uh, player. 
right? Yeah. And he's he's not a, he's not an actor. He's not an actress. He's not a comedian. Uh, he's he's a he's just a crazy dude. He's just a crazy crazy dude. And some of the some of the shit he said, I we crack we cracked up. Uh, there's the first time that the first suspect they're interviewing, and Marshawn is the because it's improv for them. Uh, sometimes they would like lean over and be like. Yeah, should should we ask? Should we be asking him questions? And, <laughs> and Will Arnett's whispering back, "Yeah, well, yeah, we've got him right here. We should be answering." And the suspect's like, "I can, I can hear you." <laughs> he said, "What?" He says something like, "Well, then fucking stop, <laughs> stop listening, or whatever." And uh, that was that was uh, my oldest favorite as well and she didn't know who marshawn lynch was she didn't know that he was a football player former former nfl star she just really liked him and and so i i thought that was uh i i thought that was pretty cool i thought his his episode was hilarious um but i think for me i don't i kumail like i just his for starters i really like kumail langiani but the way some of the interaction and some of the like stupid stuff and the the way he responded and would repeatedly um just just handle the situations that he was in um playing along but also like laughing at the system as well um i just had me in stitches i was i was cracking up i got i got i got to i got to admit I, I do like Kamal, but the the first half of that episode Chelsea and I kind of looked at each other and think, come on, more yes and. You're a, com- you're yeah, a comedian. Yeah, he, like, was, he, was, he was not pl- following the first rule. Yeah. <laughs> they, like they, were, they were asked him about his, his high school sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. And that, be, that became the running joke of who his high school sweetheart was. And he's like, I don't feel comfortable saying that. Like, yeah. and, and Which he like, could have easily just made up a name. Just made up, make up a name, man. Yeah. Just pick. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Which feel- I don't know. I think breaking some of those rules, like those improv rules, is also funny if, if done yeah. the right way. So I don't know. It's the, overall the, the best part of that episode was when <laughs> when they're looking at the meditation stuff and talking about her inner voice, and he had Will Arnett do his inner voice, and Will Arnett did a voice. He's like, "Well, make it more Pakistani." But not racist. <laughs> Pakistani, but not racist. And Will Farrell, no Will Farrell. Will Arnett did the perfect job of speaking in a British accent, being like, I was born in Pakistan. I emigrated to the UK and when I was three years old. When I was three years old. Yep. <laughs> and I was like, Bravo. Bravo. Yeah. That's well done. Way well to done. Way, way to walk that line. Uh, so yeah, uh, bottom line, I, I think we both recommend this show for anyone. If you have not, uh, already given it a watch, uh, it's available on Netflix right now. Uh, yeah, six episodes, check it out. Uh, Murderville, hopefully, uh, further seasons will be available, uh, at a later date. I will probably go see if there's a place I can stream murder and successful now. Chelsea's looked, can't find no? it yet. Uh, have I mean, we we got we got people like Jimmy we Carr. We haven't looked on Gordon the Ramsey. unofficial sites yet. <laughs> uh, so I watched a, a British game show for a while, which was on. I think it was on Hulu or something, uh, but it's called 
Taskmaster. Are you? Have, have we talked about Taskmaster on the show? I, uh, we may have, and it sounds familiar. Yeah, it's it's basically um, there is a British host and his like sidekick, and then I think it's usually four British comedians, and they all have these random tasks that they have to complete, right? So the show, the the format of the show is it takes place on a stage and they're going back, they're, they're, they're doing intros into clips of the four contestants uh, at, a, at a house or, or, or somewhere out and about fulfilling these tasks, right? And then they get points for how well they complete the task and at the end of the season, they, they win a prize or whatever, right? Um, and then there's usually like a final task that takes place in person on stage. But the show is hilarious. The premises are hilarious. And some of the tasks are really simple, uh, but they have just like a bizarre twist to them or things like that. Um, anyway, all of this to say, terrific show. If you haven't seen Taskmaster, Taskmaster, I recommend it. But there was a lot of it that I ended up having to watch on YouTube. Hmm. like. I think like the first six seasons or something are all available for free on YouTube if you if you search for Taskmaster. So I don't know. I'm not saying murder and successful is over there. That's that's not the case. But not saying that. Not, not saying, saying that at not. all. I'm not saying it's not. It goes to YouTube.com. Yeah, and make sure you check out Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. Also these. Yeah, well, uh, that that's cool. I I feel I feel like you've talked to me about Taskmaster before. And it sounds you've like probably a done an episode show. on it. Uh, yeah. Murder and Successful season one, episode one, uh, is definitely uh, there's season. Yeah, there's definitely episodes of the show on YouTube. Uh, okay. Whether or not they're there legally, no idea. <laughs> but uh, they are there. Don't so. watch it illegally. That's yeah. your, that's your Scott, scolding. Many's of thousands of views. I don't know if that matters <laughs> either. But by the way, the show I was thinking of a long time ago was Angie Tribeca with Rashida Jones. Okay, which was a was great, great, great little show. Yeah, I never saw it. Uh, it's it's good. Oh, we should do rewatch. Not kidding. We don't have, we don't have to. It's a good show. When we did Netflix rewatches. I do. You want to do some more of those? I don't know. I got time. Can RoboCop. <laughs> is robocop on netflix uh i think oh, it no. might be but you've, see, you've seen Rob- in front of me you've seen robocop anyway it doesn't it doesn't matter but um yeah yeah yeah, yeah. what 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 i was gonna say speaking of, uh i guess speaking of watching oh, things stop 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 stop, stop the presses jeez I don't appreciate how Netflix, when I try to open it, it immediately starts playing oh. a, a trailer for some rom-com that my wife has been watching. Hate it. Oh, I hate that. I hate that. Anyway, uh, I do want to do, do a little shout out talking about watching different things and watching things that we've watched before. Uh, I was on a podcast last week. Uh, hit me one more time uh, with uh, uh, this guy, David Luzader and his friend, Nick. And basically what it is is they, they have people on their show and they talk about just things from their youth, things that they watched in their youth and uh, reassess them. Sometimes Dave and, David and Nick haven't watched those movies or shows before. Uh, and then they kind of judge it from a, a new perspective. Sure. And the person on the show is talking about from being there, have, 
having it being from a kid. So I, the first time I was on the show ever, we talked about uh, total recall. They hadn't seen total recall before. And, and ever since now he, Nick told me that uh, he loves that movie and he got his wife into that movie. And now they, they watch, now they watch it multiple times. Like, cool. I got it. That's not what the episode was last. This last week I was on there. We talked about the MTV's the state, uh, which full of, full of, some of my favorite people ever, uh, Thomas Lennon, Ken Marino, Michael Ian Black, David Wayne, uh, Mike, uh, Ben, Mike Grant, uh, just, just so many, so many, so many folks, Jolo Truglio from Brooklyn nine, nine, all these, all these guys, all of them, all of them, Travis, all of them <laughs> loves them all. It's on, it's on, uh, Paramount plus the show is. And so I had them watch, two or three episodes. I watched a few episodes with my kid, Chelsea, and it was, it was fun. I loved watch going back and watching. So those, those skits, it's a show from 93, 94. Uh, so some of it's kind of dated, but some of the absurdity, uh, it still holds uh, funny for me, but anyways, don't let me, don't, don't let me spoil the episode for you. Uh, fair listener, go out to uh, hit me one more pod on Twitter and uh, hit me one more time dot com. Uh, that episode should be out tomorrow, basically the same time as this. Yeah. So check it out. Check, check. Maybe I'll listen to it. Maybe you will. Maybe. Did you watch uh, Kids in the Hall? I I never watched Kids in the Hall. It was wasn't on any of the channels that I watched. Yeah. So I think that's like that's where our um, obscure sketch comedies uh, history diverges. Mm. Right. You you were like you were the state kid, and I was. <laughs> Uh, watching kids in the hall, uh, you know, a bunch of Canadian men in dresses, yeah. uh, you know, crushing each other's heads and things like that. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I loved that show uh, growing up. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, we, we didn't even, we, we didn't even mention kids in the hall, the, the, the show, I didn't mention kids in the hall at all during that show, but I mentioned SNL. I mentioned uh, mad TV. Uh, sure. Cause sure, that sure. was that, that same, that same time. Anyways, go, go, go check that out. Also check out <laughs> I had my my Uno tournament. Well not me. Dr. Strike had his Uno tournament mm. uh, last last not this last weekend, the weekend before. Uh with old Dean DeFalco from our, our, our Geek Aid friends uh for the Electronic Coliseum Championship. Ooh. Ooh, brother. We played for three or four hours um wow that's a lot, a lot of uno it is a lot of it is a lot of uno and i i was in the lead for a long time and then dean who hadn't won a single game all of a sudden won all the games in a row and took the whole thing and just that just goes to show you the luck of of uno luck of the draw holding on yeah. to that draw for to the last minute <laughs> yeah it's it, important yeah, so we're you gotta we're, know when to skip them, know when to reverse them, know when to stack them. The, the stacking rules were on, so you could draw two on the top, draw a draw two, mm. Mm. draw bold, four. Bold, on top of bold draw choice, two. bold choice. Yeah, yeah. Do you do you play with the stacking rule in your in your own home? I don't know. No, I, I tend I tend not to. Do you yeah. do you do the rule where you keep pulling cards until you get one that you can use? No, very clearly in the Uno rule book, 
rule book, it <laughs> states uh, that you draw one card. And if you can play it, you may. Otherwise, play continues. Mm, well, house rules were abound here on our Electric Coliseum Championship uh, tournament. We we had we had stacking, we had draw till you till you play. The most the most cards anyone held in their hand at one time, twenty cards. My gosh. Wow. <laughs> that's that's something. That's that, something all right. And that person lost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You think? <laughs> yeah, we're so we're um, we're, we're playing I, we're playing again on the twenty sixth of February. Uh so keep an keep an eye out for that over on Twitch. Can, okay. You can watch me lose again. Go watch play Uno again. Yeah. Um. What else is happening? What else? Uh, what else we watching? What else we? What else we doing? Have you um, Have you seen anything good lately? I mean, other than Murderville, obviously. I mean, obviously Murderville. Um. I don't think you're in on the Ozark train, are you? No. I I no. watched like two or three of the first episode, the uh, first season, and it 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 was. I I don't know what it was. Maybe it was just like too dark, and I wasn't super interested in it. Yeah. Um, we, we caught up on Ozark, uh, the final season part one. So, so it is, it is the final season of the show, but they're releasing it in two parts. So I think the first six or seven episodes are already released. Um, we watched those show is still super dark, um, depressing at times, (laughs) very unlikable characters, uh, and can't stop watching. So yeah uh can't wait to see uh what ruth gets up to in part two of the final season um but but we did watch that and then while uh dis disorienting myself on in my office by moving my monitors around uh i i have finally reached a point in my multiple attempts to watch animated star wars lore uh, that I have gotten over over the hump, I would say, hmm. of of the midpoint of season two, where I feel like I am invested in the show enough now, where I think I have I have the potential to continue watching it. Uh, there are some interesting storylines, the introduction of some interesting characters, and plots that feel like more than just random battle that took place during the clone wars that is filling time between movies. Um, th- there's some interesting stuff happening right now with, with uh, Mandalore and it's introducing some characters there. And realistically, all of this is, is just because of all of the tie-ins to all of the live action Star Wars that's happening now on Mandalorian, <clears throat> Book of Boba Fett, soon to be this Obi Wan. <clears throat> I can't can't talk anymore. <laughs> Obi Wan show, Ahsoka show coming out. It's it's all there. It's all it's all happening. So so I got I got to figure out who these people are. Yeah, you do. You certainly do because there's a lot of information, uh, and and a lot of information that's going into Book of Boba <clears throat> Fett and. Uh, in Mandalorian season three, yeah. eventually, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's it's cool. I I know I, you read all that information and you're all spun up on it, and you don't care because you're better than me. <laughs> Look, you you read actual books, you watch actual shows, and I 
like to experience a lot of information on, yeah. on a very on a very surface level just to have it as a reference for later so i can say have you met ezra yet and i know i know very basic stuff about him and you know nothing about him and here's the difference is even if i had i probably forgot their name and don't know so <laughs> yeah um i'm like is that the Mandalorian dude is Bo that is that Bo-Katan <clears throat> Bo-Katan yeah 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 she you, you know Bo-Katan she's the female Mandalorian yeah uh, yeah Star Starbuck Starbuck start start Starbuck from, from yeah. Battlestar Galactica yeah. yeah yeah you know I only got to see the first uh season of that show and then i never kept watching it oh man you should read you should read about it because that's a good it's a good <laughs> it's a good Wiki, it's a good wikipedia read <laughs> that was that was a, that was a good show too battlestar galactica was and uh i, I don't necessarily like how the show ended but yeah I, I wasn't it was okay it was an okay ending it wasn't a great ending but it was an you okay know what ending. you know what happened with battlestar is i watched that show like when I was out of town for work mm. and I came back and I was like, this is really good. I should watch this with Sheena. <laughs> and then she was like, never Boring. interested, never wanted to even give it a chance. So I just never watched the rest of it. Yeah. You watch the bachelorette. I don't, but that's probably what she's doing right now. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah yeah that i i think did I, did I tell you about the bet not even a bet but like the challenge the agreement that yeah. i had with my with my wife no i don't think you have please please she, please tell me she was watching a commercial or something for i think it's the last season of this is us on nbc oh gosh uh-huh the multi-generational family drama that has taken the world by storm. Um, I thought it was done. If we're being honest, I thought I thought it was over because the they're like, okay, now we know how the dad died. That was the major. That mystery. was like season two, bro. And the thing <laughs> is, he's still on the show because the show, the the mechanics of the show, it's always flashing back and forward through different periods of the family's life, and so that's always been the case, like. The adult children are played by this group of actors, but then there's the kid versions of them, like, played by these other actors. And But, like, the mom is always Mandy Moore, so, like, they just put makeup on her to make her older in present day and stuff like mm -hmm. that, right? Mm -hmm. Anyway, Sheena loves it. She's all about it. She's all about it. And I've seen some episodes. I, I get it. But I've never been like, yes, I'll watch this show with you. She's like, Travis, if he, this is not how she talks. She's like, Tra Travis. <laughs> Travis. Uh, uh, if you watch the show, I think you would like it. If you just gave it a chance. And I said, bet. <laughs> you watch all of Mandalorian. And I'll watch This Is Us. It's a deal. <laughs> She, she's like, there's more seasons of This Is Us than Mandalorian. Okay, that's fine. Put your money where your mouth is. 
and let's go <laughs> to a galaxy far, far away. A long, long time ago. How many episodes is she into The Mandalorian? Zero. <laughs> she wants. Us, she will, wants you. She wants you to spend never time. see this as us. I will never see this. She show. won't. She won't. She won't do it, huh? I. <clears throat> uh, the kid. The kid and I watched an episode of uh, Book of Boba Fett. We were interested enough to to watch more episodes, but I thought maybe we watch it with Chelsea. And I said, "Hey, Chelsea, you want to watch this?" And she said, "No." I said, All right. She hasn't watched. She hasn't watched it. That's fine. It's fine. You've watched one episode so far of mm-hmm. Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> not, Now's I'm the not... time. Now's the time. Last, I think this season yeah, finale this... Uh, this week, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 illustrious return of the titular character of this show is coming back. You think he's going to be in the last episode? I frick if if he's not then I, I gonna, com- I'm going to complain more. <laughs> I'm going to complain more about something I've only seen an episode of, which I, I let's we, we can talk about that. We can talk about how I'm complaining about a show that I've only watched an episode of and there's seven epi- episodes total, six episodes out. The, um, the 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 worst thing about that is I feel like the episodes get worse before they get better. And so the fact that you've only seen one episode and you're complaining about it is like, just wait, man. <laughs> just wait. <laughs> well, uh, so my, my, first of all, I would say my complaint about the series is, is not, it's not a, a, a matter of quality that I'm complaining about. It's a, it's a much more just kind of uh, philosophical didactic kind of argument about, the nature of having a standalone season of a show that has the character in the title and then it it completely drops and doesn't care about that character anymore for two whole episodes out of seven only seven episodes is the season and they they go into a, a different direction and you can correct me anytime you're wrong cuz again I haven't seen it but yeah. he's not he's not in he's not in the episodes except for like a very very brief moment from what i'm told um it doesn't but it doesn't focus on him it switches to focusing on the mandalorian uh jin jarjin or whatever uh then luke and yoda not yoda uh baby yoda are already grogu grogu spoilers 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 they're they're yeah. there and yeah like the the to the early episodes credit uh critiques aside from the the twitter twitter sphere it is at least about boba fett and his attempt at a wrestling control of the underworld from the powers that be and starting some threads about war which we're going to assume is going to be in the in the finale uh and then a rank war mm-hmm. Pet, <laughs> all all that, all that type of yeah, stuff. Yeah, which kind of shows up and then we move away from it pretty abruptly. I mean, it, it's mentioned. So the the quality of the show for the Boba Fett stuff, okay, whatever, but it, at least it is at least about his path, about his character development. And then and then it goes to not about his character development, it goes to different different focus. And so just from a a cohesive story standpoint, if you are considering it as like one one book or uh, yeah, like one piece of media, holistic media, there is a part that, like it's Casino Planet in Last Jedi. It doesn't have anything really, 
thematically maybe a little bit okay we can make that argument but it's it's a, it's an aside that is not necessary for the story of boba fett i i am gonna withhold until you see the finale that wholehearted agreement until i see the finale okay that's because true because what what development boba fett has had through the series so far and the parallel storyline that's happening with Mando could come together um, in a meaningful way in the finale. Um, or it could just be, hey, let's let's build a bunch of hype for what what is to come in another Mandalorian season <clears throat> by by showing a couple episodes in Book of Boba Fett about what's going on. Amazing Mandalorian episodes, by the way. <laughs> They're just not Boba Fett episodes. So, like, and yeah. and, I, and I, I'm I'm good with the idea that, like, I saw I saw on Twitter uh, somebody who is who's a fan of. They're like, all, saying all the the critics about how it's it's an episode of two episodes of the Mandalorian versus Bo, Book of Boba Fett. They're like, well, you know, look, think about all the people that Boba has influenced over his life his existence luke uh the mandalorian uh fennec shand and uh the the the, the sheriff whatever who gets you know, you know taken out but mm-hmm. uh you know stuff stuff like that right and i'm like okay i can i can see that but i'm also look back at on other ensemble television shows that have flashbacks that have other characters that build into a have a story arc that build together towards the finale and and all the stuff with the Mandalorian that, you know, you you could have included that within interspersed through episodes yeah. one through, yeah. through six. It didn't have to feel like standalone episodes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and then, and then they're tied together, right? Now the DNA is there. They're, they're, they're the same show because there's DNA there with editing and what have yeah. you. And then if, episode seven is it brings them all together then boom like that's expectation but the way it's presented is like a oh look we surprised you we've got an oh look who it is it's the mandalorian yeah and i don't know if we we mentioned this we, we talked about this i think in texting throughout the week but if the book of Boba Fett had a subtitle like a Mandalorian series or like, you know, something like that. Maybe, maybe that would have, would have gotten a pass. Like if it was, if it was tied in, in nature to being a Mandalorian series or something like that. Um, but no, it's, it's not, it hasn't, <laughs> it hasn't, hasn't done that. Yeah. But there, somebody, somebody had said that, they talking about how it is a Mandalorian offshoot, uh, a a spinoff to a certain extent. Like uh, yeah, Kath- Kathleen is. Kathleen Kennedy came out it, like at the very start and was like, "Ah, this the the Mandalorian book of Boba Fett's going to come out." She said that in like a, an announcement, right? Some other people have said yeah. things in announcements, and like, and the the person uses that as proof to be like, "Well, see, it is a Mandalorian show," but the thing is. The average person, the yeah. average viewer, my dad or, you know, 
Sheena, <laughs> they're not watching it. <laughs> <laughs> they're not. They're not listening to Kathleen Kennedy announcements. What's a Boba Fett? <laughs> uh, and so you know what? If it's not there in the in the presentation, it's not there. Yeah, it's, it's not there to the average viewer. So, um, and those the average viewer know. are the people who are complaining or who have that critiques. But again, I there's there's good stuff. There's good stuff in the show. Yeah, it. it <clears throat> It has some issues, mm. but it is also kind of produced by the same crew that is responsible for a Clone Wars series. And there are some there are some episodes there where you're you're like, Really? Why are we doing this? What is <laughs> what is this about? Um, they're not all bangers, right? So giving Boba Fett time on screen and Honoring the the history of that character with the series, I'm I'm all for giving more clarity and extending his life by you know having him emerge from the Sarlacc pit at the beginning of the show. Like lots of cool things there. What he's doing with his life, yeah, that's that's up for discussion. But <laughs> let, let, me, um, well, let me let me yeah. let me ask you that question, Travis. Before before we move on, before we close out the episode, do you think? Mandalorian episodes aside, without seeing the finale yet, do you think that this show does Boba Fett justice as a character? And and why? I I I may be in the minority on this because I think it does a good job to honor the character, but um, it tells a different story for him. It gives. It gives more depth and substance to the character. Mind you, I have not watched all of the animated stuff in the past, so I'm I'm not familiar with anything in animated episodes or things like that. Um if you just if you just watch Star Wars movies, Boba Fett is a cool looking bounty hunter <clears throat> that that goes out wrong falling in a Sarlacc pit in, in the beginning of Jedi. Right. So I think this does more for that. character. Like, obviously you've got the, the prequel stuff and origins of Boba Fett with uh, losing his, his dad and you figure out he's one of all the clone clones and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't know. I think it, I think it gives more, it, it gives Boba Fett, you know, a home and a family and, and purpose. Um, but I, I really, I, I'm going to reserve judgment until the finale to see if they do a good job of really closing out that story because, and they may not even have any intention of closing it out. It yeah. may be that we're giving some time to develop Bo- Boba Fett on his own because he is going to be a character that exists in, f- in the future of the Mandalorian series. Um, and so, you know, we spent two seasons almost entirely on Mando let's take some time with Boba Fett and then let's see how we bring all these characters forward um, in, in new seasons. So, okay. yeah, I don't know. All right. Yeah. I, I, I ask because uh, Chris Rendazzo, he, uh, he posted, uh, well, well, somebody posted about like the joke about Mandalorian, uh, like the, the, the Scooby-Doo people taking the mask off the, the villain. It's, it's, it's Mandalorian right. season 2.5. Uh, and somebody was like, problem is, 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 
Boba Fett is supposed to be the a badass of the galaxy. And and I agree, and I agreed with that statement. And Chris asked, okay, but I agree there's problems with the show. Can we just talk about why the expectation is for him to be a, a big badass? And uh so I think for me that's that's part of what I wasn't fully bought into at the start of the the at the episode, the first episode. Um because yes, he does he does go out like a like a schmuck in Return of the Jedi. But when we are introduced to him in Empire Strikes Back, he is a is known as one of the most fearsome bounty hunters in the in the galaxy. And so to, so to go from that and then get wiped out by a stray blaster into a Sarlacc pit, uh, and then get jumped immediately uh by random assassins in Mos Espa. Uh, and get his ass kicked. Quite frankly, um, I think but, there's, but there's they, aspects they, of execution. They are very, they're very intentional about him having lots of time in that. What is it? Back to tank or ban- whatever it's called. It with um, with it with the the sand the Tuscan Raiders. Right, but there's he spends a lot of time. the The purpose of those tanks are are to heal. Yeah, for it. And and he spends a lot of time in those tanks, and and part of that is showing like Boba Fett's getting older. Like he's he he has been the most feared bounty hunter in the galaxy, but he's he's been around a long time, and he's getting older, and maybe maybe it's not time for him to just jetpack around and 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 pew pew right like maybe it's time for him to use other aspects of who he is um to to assert himself and his his intent of taking over Jabba's palace and 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 running that syndicate or whatever is 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 part of that yeah. um well, there's 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 all this all these critiques i keep hearing of like i don't understand why he would stick around on tattooing like that doesn't make sense but I, I i argue that his time with the tuscan raiders is exactly why they they when you watch those episodes and i know you haven't seen some of this stuff but that backstory with the tuscan raiders is some of my favorite stuff from from the book of boba fett because it it gives him like reason for being there it, it ties him to a group yeah it, it shows it gives him reason for str- existing beyond bounty hunting and and yeah and and, and, and and humanizing him and and he he's not he doesn't have his armor through any of that so it's about who boba fett is without you know a set of mandalorian armor and all these weapons it's showing that he can't be a badass without those things because of who he is right does he does he still get jumped in that scene and in, in uh you know moss eisley or whatever yeah he does it, it it's not a good look, but um, you know it's 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 giving others time to shine as well. So yeah, um, and, and I'm and I'm and I'm I'm good with all that. I, I think it's a matter of of my not. I it's the same thing with the, I go back to the casino planet because I understand the purpose and the intent of why certain scenes are put into the film. Finn needs to learn that he needs to fight for something, not just for him, but for a cause. He needs to understand he's fight. He needs to fight for a cause. It's not just for, uh, what, what's her face. He, 
he needs Ray. to fight for yeah Ray. <laughs> he's he needs to fight for something larger than himself that's the purpose of going to the casino planet in the end now was it good execution yeah. depends on who you ask some people would say no and that's how i that's how i felt about boba fett it, it the sand people stuff is great because it it shows a different side of him he's recovering he's he's in a he's in a bad way and he learns to interact and be a badass in other ways what doesn't make sense to me is then he is doing stuff with this underground syndicate um and it is is this isn't that's not him <laughs> that it doesn't it doesn't this the sand people stuff makes sense he's depowered we're to expect that he is trying to be better but he's good going about it in like a stupid way walk walking around with the mafia <laughs> and and two people to protect you in the middle of a city street after you just killed Bib Fortuna, yeah, maybe, maybe you got to rethink your your uh, criminal criminal syndicate ways. That's all I'm saying. Like yeah. the, the execution, yeah. I think is is a little bit lacking. But I won't stop. How lying. many episodes did you watch? Two, all of one, them. just just one. I just don't want to see the neon people with uh, Danny Trejo. <laughs> I'm worried about okay. that. I'm worried about that episode. Yeah. Yeah. Just just <laughs> let's just go. Um it gets worse before it gets better until Mandalorian shows up. Is basically what you're saying. Yes. But with all of that said, we have a finale. I will this catch Wednesday. up. I will catch up. Brandon will catch up. We'll talk about it. <clears throat> we'll talk more about it. I I'm not going to talk at all cuz my throat <laughs> like I can't talk anymore. We're done. We're done everybody. Well, thank you. I, I feel bad for you the listener. Yeah, because you had to listen to Brandon forever. Because uh, I can't about, talk. <laughs> talk yeah. shit about Boba Fett. Anyway, uh, so I think we're we're gonna head, we're gonna close this episode out. Thank you all for listening. Uh, for yeah. those in the Twitch chat, uh, D D Squeeze, you hung out for a little D-squeeze, bit. Squeeze, you were here. <clears throat> Big thanks to said, Tied talking. Up today, and oh, yeah, uh, R A zero six eight four. That sounds like a bot. Um, but thanks, thanks for following over on Twitch. <laughs> thanks, we appreciate it. We we appreciate you. And if mm-hmm. you if you're listening to this mm-hmm. and listening to Travis just struggle, and seriously, uh, 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 <laughs> he should tell, he should really he should really just turn his mic off. Uh, I'll I'll take I'll take the rest of the show. I don't I don't know how to do that. <laughs> uh, go out to Twitter at Apathusiast. Go ahead and follow us there. What do you think of The Mandalorian season 2.5? I didn't mean to say that Mandalorian, by the way. It just, it came out. I didn't mean to. It just felt right. It felt right. Tell us what you thought, think of the book of Boba Fett going into the finale. Do you think this is a good uh, look at the character? Do you think it's a bad look? What do you think it could approve or uh, what is the, the best thing about it? Hit us up at Apathusiast or I'm at Barnyard Cruise. You can send me a message directly, or Travis is at Juggle Me Now. Yeah. Send us those love advice questions for our for for our Valentine's Day. Are episode. we going to try to get uh, Sheena and Chelsea on for our uh, our quad and five? <laughs> next next Monday is Valentine's Day. It so is. So either we're not going to have an episode out at the same time, or 
We're the type of husbands that want to celebrate a greeting card holiday by getting our wives to come on our podcast. <laughs> we'll let you know next week. <laughs> Tune in next time. <laughs> and uh, I think I think that'll do it for this episode. Everyone, thank you for listening. Thank you for being you. And thank you for checking out Murderville. <laughs> thank you for being a friend. Twitch.tv. Thank you for the sponsorship. All right, we're out. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.